everyone, it's your host Megan and your co-host McKenna. And welcome back to Mickey Ears and Butterbeer. Happy almost Halloween everyone. This is one of my favorite times of the year. I can't wait to go trick-or-treating and see how many wizards we see. McKinley, what are you dressing up as? I am dressing up as Alvin and the Chipmunks with my two friends. And one of my friends also happens to be a viewer. So shout out to him. His name is Caden Potter, so he's technically a distant relative of Harry Potter himself. Well, enough of Halloween. Um, today we are going to be talking about Hogsmeade Village in Islands of Adventure. To start off, as soon as you walk into Hogsmeade, you will see all of the amazing shops. The first shop that at least I see is Honey Dukes. Honey Dukes is home to cauldron cakes, caramel apples, pumpkin pasties, birdie bots, every flavor beans, fizzing whizbeads, chocolate frogs, and more. McKinley, what's your favorite treat there? My favorite treat is probably the ginger new. It's super good. It's like a little cookie. Well, technically it's a gingerbread cookie with a little bit of icing on it shaped like a ginger newt. It is really good. I always get the pumpkin pasty. And we have a hidden spot where we eat our treats. Um, behind Honey Dukes, in between Three Broomsticks and Honey Dukes, there's this little passageway that looks like it's only for cast members. But no, there you can go back there, and you, it's a really nice spot because it's shaded. You can get out of the sun, and there's even a Honey Dukes window of display things. Which is great for taking pictures and getting in the shade and staying away from people so you can enjoy your treats. Farther down the Hogsmeade Road, um, there is more shops, back to more shops, um, but there is shops such as the Outpost that um, you can buy quills, letters, inks, ink, stamps, owl toys for children. Um, there's also Ollivander's um, wand shop. This is the same thing as the Diag- Diagon Alley wand shop. There's Dervish and Bangs. It's all of your generic Harry Potter stuff. You can get your robes, your Quidditch supplies. It's basically just a big mix of things. And while you're doing all that, you can stop along the way and do spells because there's plenty opportunities for more spells as well. The spells are super duper cool. There, um, since we are in Hogsmeade and there's multiple shops, you can make certain things move and shop windows. And it's a very fun experience. That's probably one of my favorite things is stopping at the shops, getting a sweet treat, and doing all the spells. It really feels like you're in the movie and in the book. So continuing down the road, they have Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Um, It is one of the best rides ever. It's really hard to explain the ride system, but it's kind of like a flying couch. You encounter the Whomping Willow, Dementors. Spiders, you can't forget about them. The spiders, um, a dragon that Hagrid has got loose of, and many more. This ride is very prone. If you get prone to motion sickness, I would not ride it. This is very, it screens, it's up in your face, you're moving constantly. So definitely make sure you have a good stomach to ride this and not a weak stomach. And if you would still like to ride this, maybe close your eyes for the screen part. Um, It's not much. You can still listen to your favorite characters talk. And yeah. And if you don't ride it, I still highly suggest you going through the queue. There is so much in the queue you can see. There's actually a few screen use props, such as the Sword of Gryffindor and Dumbledore's office. He has little cabinets full of little trinkets, but you have to look on top. It is in a little case. 
And also, you can ask cast members to give you a tour of Hogwarts and will maybe tell you some things that you didn't know. And if they're not too busy, they will give you a tour inside the castle. This is definitely on my and Kyle's bucket list when we go back in November. Right, when you exit the ride, you are... Um, you walk into Filch's Emporium of Confiscated Goods, which is basically a normal Harry Potter shop, but if you look on the top, like, if you look at the ceiling, then look a little bit on the very top of the wall, you will see, like, a ton of toys, like, there's a lot of Fred and George Weasley's products, um, all kind of in a big, sort of like jail in a way, it's, like, all enclosured, so nobody can get those since he has um, confiscated those items, but right out, out of the exit, you will see Flight of the Hippogriff. This is a kitty coaster. I definitely recommend riding it, but it sometimes even gets a longer wait than Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Both of which, though, you can use express passes for, which I highly recommend on any trip to Universal. This helps you get through the line a lot faster this ride is pretty cool. It's for it's called a kitty coaster, but adults can ride it too. We make sure we ride it every trip. And the queue isn't something great, but you also you will find Hagrid's hut, which is super cool, and a ton of pumpkins. And you can some if you listen really closely, you can sometimes hear Fang barking. Also, once you ride the ride, which I definitely recommend, it is super quick but still super duper fun you will encounter Buttbeak. This animatronic is super cool, and its eyes blink, its head moves, and you can sometimes hear Hagrid saying, well, go on then, and you go up the lift hill, and you do a teeny little drop, and when I'm saying a drop, it's not even a drop, but it's still super cool, and if you fear this drop, which you really shouldn't, but if you do, I would recommend asking to sit in the front, because you're halfway down the hill until it actually starts moving. When you do get off the ride, if you time it perfectly, you can catch a show right afterwards. The shows that are in Hogsmeade include the Frog Choir, which is exactly like the movies. Um, There's even a singing frog animatronic. There is also the Triwizard Spirit Rally, where it has, like, you are just in the Goblet of Fire, and you just heard all this stuff, and you're in the Triwizard Tournament. There is students from... The other schools that will come and they do their whole show and then the girls, they have their ribbons and they do their ballerina moves and they do all cool stuff. The shows are definitely cool. One thing though is it is in direct sunlight, so it can be hot. But the good thing is there's a butterbeer cart right close by. The butterbeer cart is right by the bridge that leads to Jurassic Park. More on Jurassic Park later. But there, the bridge that is connecting Hogsmeade to the Jurassic Park slash the Jurassic World area, um, there's amazing view at Nat Castle. It is not crowded. You can grab your butterbeer and take your photo with you in the castle, and it's one of the things that we do every trip. There's also a little section with seating right towards the side of it, and that's also a good place to get a good castle picture because not many people are back there. And I highly recommend getting a castle in daylight, but also at nighttime because it looks so cool at night. Speaking of the castle during the nighttime, there is castle projection shows, which are amazing. They are super cool. They have projections and music that goes with it. So late at night, grab your butterbeer and watch these shows. It is it's definitely a must-do. 
Next up, let's talk about one of Kyle's favorite rides. Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure TM. This is definitely one of the new, coolest and newest rides that they have. You sit just like in the movie. One person's on the motorcycle and the other person's in the little cart. The first time we rode this, Kyle actually stayed in the little cart and McKinley was on the motorcycle. That is probably the only reason I have rode that ride, but that ride was super cool. You are going up and down. You are um, encountering Devil's Snare. You have to get out of that. Hagrid helps you with that. You encounter fluffy unicorns, a baby unicorn, and so much more. So I definitely do recommend riding this ride. I do recommend, because you cannot use an express pass currently for this ride, is doing it as soon as you come in. So when you book with a travel agent like me, I get you early access to park entry. So I would go straight to this ride and get in line. Now, every time we have done this, it does get announced that the ride is down. So people get out of line, but I highly recommend just waiting it out and get on the ride because you're not going to find a lower wait time. Also, another option if you don't want to wait in line, if you're okay riding by yourself or riding with a stranger, do the single rider line. This is so much faster. We've done this before because it really doesn't matter who you sit by in our opinion on rides. So this is one way to be able to do it more. Well, if you take a right, you will see the Hogsmeade train station. The train station is super cool and you go through you go through paths and then you finally make your way to the train. On this train, you encounter Centaurs, night, the night bus itself, Dementors, and Fred and George Weasley advertising, advertising you to go to Diagon Alley. One thing, though, is sometimes the train conductor is out, and I highly recommend you stopping and talking to him. Even if you know where the restroom is, still start up a conversation and ask him where the restroom is. He points out so many cool things about Hogsmeade that we didn't even know. What did he tell us last time? He pointed out that at a certain hour, a certain time, there, uh, if you look super high up in the Hogsmeade Village, there's a certain clock. And when this clock does ring, a little owl comes out and does a little tweet, 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 and goes back in. We had no idea this existed, and you will probably never find it on a YouTube video or anything. So he may tell you more cool facts that you that really nobody knew. And one good thing is he'll pose for a picture, so it's a great picture opportunity. Since the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express is right there, you can take a picture next to the Hogwarts Express and the conductor. It is super cool. Right by there where you take pictures, they actually have lockers, which brings me back to the rides. If you want to get on Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey or Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure TM, then right by that train, you'll see lockers. These lockers are free. You actually scan your pass to open and close them, so you put your things in the locker before the rides. Now, let's get back to that train ride. The train is amazing. But if sadly, if you would like to experience this ride, you have to get a park-to-park pass because you can't just ride it and ride it back. You have to have a park-to-park pass because it does go through both parks. So when you go in, there's a show that puts on the screen, and it's literally just like in the movie. But then when you come back the other way, there's a different show. So I highly recommend writing it at least both ways. When you're on the train, it is exactly like the movies. You get in a little compartment, 
and the seats look the exact same, and the screen that my mom was talking about is for the window. It looks like it's actually outside, and you actually encounter, well, you don't technically encounter, but you hear and see the shadows of Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Sadly, Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson did not want to come back for this project, but Rupert Grint did. The person that they substituted for Daniel Radcliffe kind of sounds like Harry, but he's he's okay. But for Hermione, I don't know what they were thinking. That was horrible. That was pretty bad. She sounds like a completely different person, but at least you still get to hear the real Rupert Grint, who plays Ron, and... A knockoff, but close enough, Harry. You know, something Hermione. Just like we talked about last week, it's definitely a must-do eating and experiencing the different types of food. One of our favorite restaurants is the Three Broomsticks. It has great food, such as turkey legs, fish and chips, fresh veggies, shepherd's pie, and beef pasties. Inside the Three Broomsticks is the hog's head. This is located in the back of the Three Broomsticks. It serves butterbeer, pumpkin juice, and mixed drinks. It's definitely a cool experience, and I highly recommend everyone stopping and trying it. And if you look closely at the hog's head, it actually moves. Want to know a cool fun fact? Sure. So, J.K. Rowling actually helped make these menu items. She went through many different trials just to get everything right, And that's why you won't find products such as Coke or Pepsi or drinks like that, because she wanted this to be a unique and awesome experience. They immerse yourself so closely as they, as close as they can to the Harry Potter experience. And it is just insane how close it is. And I like strolling through Hogsmeade and seeing all these book references and seeing how close it looks to the movie. And it's so cool. One thing I do highly recommend before going to Universal is watch all the movies. It'll take a couple of weeks to get through all the movies, especially if you have little ones, but turn it into something fun, like a family night, Friday night movie. We do this every trip just to get us in the mood and get us ready to go back, and it's such a cool experience. Also, if you are planning to book a trip in advance, try to read at least one Harry Potter book. That is my challenge for you. And don't forget, we love to help book universal trips. I would love to help with the planning. I'd love to give you more tips and tricks and make this process as easy as possible. I'll also give you an itinerary that you can follow to help you make sure you hit all the good spots. And I think this wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in and see you later, wizards, witches and wizards. Happy Halloween!